gut health is not as simple as one probiotic it is very nuanced is what my guest today said gut health and stress are intricately intertwined in today's episode we answer three key questions why are women at higher risk for autoimmunity what is the connection between autoimmunity and sleep what are five top ways women can heal from autoimmunity and sleep challenges divya dhawan is a national board certified functional and holistic health coach mother of two smart kids pet mom and a wife her toughest life moments are also her biggest teachers when she was diagnosed with shogren syndrome and doctors told her that she could only manage her disease with no cure she paved her own healing path by going the holistic route which led her to remission and it has been 10 years now she now has a deep passion for helping people bounce back from autoimmune disorders let's get started hey everyone i'm deepa light functional medicine practitioner author and you Gini and you're listening to the Sleep Whisperer podcast, the only sleep podcast with conversations and meditations. I'm on a mission to share profoundly insightful sleep conversations with global visionaries that merge together functional medicine and ancient wisdom. Breathe in bliss through weekly guided meditations and let yourself enter the land of dreams. Together, let's unravel the pieces, get to the roots and understand the right tools to transform your sleep completely. Through this podcast, I want you to dream the best version of yourself. It's time to regain hope and begin your sleep journey. Divya, welcome to the Sleep Whisperer podcast. Today we're talking about stress, gut health and autoimmunity, a topic that I've covered several times with different nuances to it. And obviously it's such an important area that it needs to be looked at from multiple perspectives and so many viewpoints of different practitioners based upon their own personal journey and their area of specialization. and um i know that you've had your personal struggles in the direction of autoimmunity maybe if you could just get started understanding what brought you into this area and then we can dive specifically into how stress and gut health play a role in uh, both the development of autoimmunity and whether we can um allow our body on the healing journey to improve based upon how we support these areas Yeah definitely and thank you so much for having me on your podcast today Deepa um I would uh, love to talk about my story so I was diagnosed with Sjogren syndrome which is an autoimmune disorder in which all the dry glands start drying out uh, sorry the wet glands in the body start drying out so it uh, that entails the eyes the mouth the nose um and many other parts in the body along with joint pains muscle aches um you know all sorts of things happen along because there's never it never happens that one autoimmune disorder happens on its own it's always comes comes with others if not immediately then after, you know subsequently but that is what i was diagnosed with and the only answers that i got 
after my diagnosis, which was also, which also took some time, was that um, there is no cure for autoimmunity. So I really cannot cure it. So I have to live with it. And I can only manage my symptoms. Um, I do have a background a little bit in um, Ayurveda from an understanding point of view, not from a practitioner point of view. But uh, my mom, when I was like probably in the ninth grade, um, I, I I remember her having very severe rheumatoid arthritis. And um, she also had, um, you know, deforming of her fingers at, at that point and no answers for her as well. And so she resorted to Ayurveda. And uh, then she was eventually able to not just defeat uh, rheumatoid arthritis, but also uh, her deformed fingers actually came back to normal and which was a huge um, awakening of kind for me because that really helped me navigate my way through the diagnosis that I got for Sjogren's syndrome eventually when I was like 10 years ago when I was left with no answers. So then I that is how I started looking into Ayurveda. I started looking into holistic methods of how I can heal my body and then also um, not really cure, but at least heal my body. So I was I was able to do that, and I am remission in remission since nine, ten years now. And that is that really fuels my passion to work with women who have autoimmunity, have Sjogren's, because they also have are given the same answers that there is no cure for autoimmunity, and you only have to manage it. And it's really disheartening you know, knowing that our body is so resilient and it can heal itself, um, given the right conditions, I want more and more people to know about it and to understand that our body can heal. So that's really my passion and that's what fuels my um, fuels my work. Yeah. So am I understanding, Divya, that your work is specifically in the direction of women? Because then I think I'd love to talk more women specific today in terms of, of course, we know women have so much greater risk for autoimmunity. So maybe we could get started talking about what is stress uh, for women? Like what are types of stress? Because a lot of times I come across people who say I don't have any stress. Mm -hmm. uh, so sometimes they're looking at stress only as something bad happening in their lives. And they say, no, my life is perfect. So I'd love to go into those nuances because I think as women, we are always faced with so many subtle stress. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And stress can be multifaceted it could be internal stress which means that when you are your body is lacking nutrients it could be uh, exposure to pathogens um, like h pylori which can be in the digestive tract or parasites inside the intestines which are stealth and we most of the time not even are able to figure out that we have those so those are internal stressors something like mold uh, exposure are also internal stressors but then external stressors are those which come from the outside so uh, mental stress, emotional stress, and then physical stress also is something that is real and we shouldn't ignore that. And for women, because we are the caregivers and we are caring for the entire family and almost always, um, I see this with almost every woman that um, we don't care for ourselves and we don't really put our needs before any, others, any other person's need in our life. So it really puts us at a risk of not realizing when our when we are in stress because um because we are going about with our daily life um so like organically that 
stress just comes and goes and we don't even realize that it came or it is still there. So even, you know, the daily stress of getting up in the morning, making the lunch ready uh, for the kids or, or the husband or, or, the, for the, or doing chores for the household can be stressful. Um, and when this stress keeps building on for years and years together, that is when it becomes chronic stress and that is when it becomes a problem because as long as we have stress and then we are able to bounce back from it. So when we have in that most stressful moment, that is really a fight and flight response that we have that we, uh, you know, your uh, blood is pumping into all the organs, your heart is beating fast, uh, you're feeling a surge of energy inside of you suddenly. So that is a flight, fight and flight mode in which you can function and you're able to function, but most, and I've noticed that my, uh, with my clients, with myself, with my family members, that in that moment, um, there is surge of energy, but as soon as that, um, you know, that moment ends, there's a sudden, sudden drop of energy too. So that is, that was stress. That was definitely stress. And so now what happens with stress is, and many people are so used to stress because that is how they know that they can function properly because, because our bodies are designed in that way, right? So when we have high stress, our body can function properly because that is how that is how the whole stress response is built for all of us. So, it, you know, we sometimes also get uh, used to the stress that we have in life and we feel like, oh, there's no stress. I can work with it, right? But that doesn't mean necessarily that that's good for the body because physiologically what happens inside of us is that the stress hormone cortisol becomes chronically high. And when the cortisol becomes chronically high, it starts breaking down the body because its function is to make us, uh, make us, uh, able to you know deal with that external stressor that is uh, that we are being faced with it's its job is not to build our body it's not to enhance our digestive functions it's not to enhance our hormonal functions any of those it's just one job and that is to um, help us deal with the stress that we have on hand so because of that when, when that happens our body starts breaking down eventually when there's chronic stress there's chronic high cortisol in our body um and when I, when i say breaking down means like when you are having joint pains when you have uh, you know chronic fatigue you have start start having dry eyes dry mouth those are the things which you don't want happening and that can happen with chronic high cortisol and that is because of stress and that is how that relationship between stress and you know all those symptoms you can make it out and i think you made a very pertinent point divya about how you know um i have come across people who told me that i i, I mean what's wrong in using that stress because i find that's when i'm at my oh. most creative my most productive and uh you know you're hearing more and times. more stories of people who are uh, passing away at 40 of a sudden heart right. attack when right. they've had lives of uh, high productivity and high yeah. stress. Uh, and I think you brought that attention to that very important point. And I'd love to talk about gut health. And again, a little nuanced here that recently, you know, you come across there's so many probiotic companies and pretty much yeah. every day on social media, you're seeing ads running all the time. That's it's the magical bullet to all disease and all symptoms. 
Now, I know as more integrative practitioners that we understand that there's never a magic bullet, that not mm -hmm. one thing can fix everything. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, I'd love to know that is it obviously it's not as simple as taking one probiotic and being the answer to everything but how can we understand that we have gut issues by ourselves do we need testing um, and when once we understand what is the what are the steps that are required is it as simple as just one probiotic so it's not definitely not as simple as one probiotic for sure because um the, the, it's very nuanced because it is very a delicate balance that is created inside our body. So uh, again, going back to stress, when stress is chronically high, that creates a lot of histamines in our body. So if you are seeing a lot of food sensitivities or environmental sensitivities or even like um, seasonal sensitivities, seasonal allergies, that is a sign that your gut health is compromised. And uh, things like allergies, uh, hormone imbalance happening in women, especially with PCOS and PCOD and endometriosis, all those on the rise constantly. Um, that is something also that is a sign of uh, bad gut health, compromised gut health. Then apart from that, there are some silent signs like silent reflux, which means that you're constantly coughing and you don't know why. And that is because there is acid reflux, but you're not able to realize there is. Um, that is also a sign of uh, bad gut health. And as I said, gut health is really nuanced. So for me, uh, the first step is, you know, and most people who have bad gut health also have acid reflux, right? So I, I tend to lean towards more holistic solutions. So when I have uh, acid reflux, and yeah, I do also have acid reflux at times. So I tend to go to more natural solutions for that instead of going with the PPIs, which have now been proven to cause in the long term, even things like uh, colon cancer and stuff. So you don't want that happening to you. And it also opens up the gate to uh, many pathogens attacking your um, digestive system, which you do not want, because if you do not have a robust and uh, good acid environment in your stomach, then uh, many pathogens can start growing there because the whole reason of that pH being so low in the stomach is that we are able to digest food properly and also kill the pathogens that come with the food because every every food, whether vegetarian or animal-based, does have pathogens in it and the function of stomach is to kill it. So that is one thing that people can do to stop using PPIs and start using some natural solutions like fennel, uh, coriander and ajwain tea. Um, that's a very good solution to reduce uh, acid reflux. Uh, even uh, if you can get good high quality peppermint oil, um, I use doTERRA oil, so that is what I will recommend. So using that, like two drops in the morning, two drops in the evening, that's just, that's all you need to, you know, give your gut some relief from acid reflux. But apart from that, the steps you should be taking um, and I talked upon, uh, I, I touched upon the ways you can find out that you have um, gut health issues. So those are something that you can understand knowing your symptoms. But definitely there are some gut health testing that can be done, which can dig deeper into um, how your gut health is and whether you really need, and that will also determine what kind of support you need for the gut health, right? So you can definitely get that done from um, from any integrative practitioner like you probably or or functional practitioner like me. We do um, gut health tests, which can determine where your gut health is at and then support it accordingly because everyone everyone's needs are different. So someone might need 
uh, more probiotics. Other one, someone else might need pathogen eradication. Someone else would need parasite eradication, right? So everyone is not the same uh, and you cannot have the same uh, cookie cutter approach for everyone. So, on, and what they can do immediately is, as I said, stop using PPI medications. Um, in terms of probiotics, the best thing is to actually do something like curd or natural probiotics like kimchi, uh, which is very, very potent, apple cider vinegar um, or sauerkraut, things like those. Um, especially in India, we can, the, the homemade pickles are really good lacto-fermented probiotics and of course we are supposed to eat them in, in very small quantities not too much but that also helps with the gut health so and since we are on a podcast of sleep Divya I think we must bring this attention to sleep a little bit now that I'd like Absolutely. to talk finally about uh, the connection between autoimmunity and sleep and um, whether you know that I shared recently with somebody that I knew a woman who she lived in a home where she had a father-in-law, husband and two sons. So she was the only mm -hmm. woman. And wow. she would always say that I don't get to bed before midnight because I have to get everything ready for the next day. And she'd be up by 4.30 or 5 to do meditation. And I'd oh. always caution her about getting such little sleep. And then when mm. she was hardly 48 or 50, she was diagnosed with ovarian cancer and oh uh, passed away in a month after that. And of course, this is cancer, but I'm pretty positive that there's a deep connection in the autoimmune direction as well. And women do tend to neglect sleep a lot in this effort to do everything for everybody around. So could we talk a little bit about sleep, autoimmunity and women's health uh, and okay. then wrap up the episode with maybe five top takeaways for women to support their autoimmune journey and uh, improve sleep and their overall health. Yeah, absolutely. So sleep uh, not just has a huge connection with autoimmunity, it also has a huge connection with our overall health. Because when we sleep, um, and actually there is an entire, um, if you if you really just Google it, um, there's something called the Ayurveda clock, body clock, in which you can actually find what the body does in the night uh, when we are sleeping. So uh, I think around 3 to 4 a.m. is the time when the liver gets, uh, you know, repaired, uh, lymphatic system gets repaired, the brain gets repaired, our heart gets repaired, our skin gets repaired. All of, all of those functions happen when we are sleeping. So if we are not giving importance to the sleep that we need, uh, what is really happening is that we are not repairing properly, right? So when we don't repair properly, our body is now prone because those old cells that cannot function properly are bound to get easily infected or cause um, mutations in them and then things like cancer can happen. But I mean, I, this is not to scare anyone, but it's just that sleep is very, very important. Um, and I have seen a huge connection between people, uh, between the sleep and autoimmunity in people who have autoimmunity because they have dysregulated circadian rhythms. So they'll be very sleepy by like nine. And but the but when they go to bed at 10, they've lost all their sleep. And that is because their cortisol is high. Um, and when the cortisol is high, the interesting thing that also happens is that melatonin, uh, which is the hormone which actually puts us to sleep, is very low, which should be high normally in this, you know, if you have a, a 
balanced circadian rhythm that does not happen with such people and so if you are not able to sleep properly your body cannot repair and when we cannot repair everything and every system will go for a toss and so that is how you know that cycle keeps going on and on and on because when you can when when we cannot sleep um our body is again in stress there is again cortisol that is high so that that kind of uh, you know feeds that negative feedback loop and keeps going on apart from that we do feel very hungry when we, are, we, we when uh, i have experienced that and i have experienced that in my clients that when you are not able to get good quality sleep the next day you will have sugar cravings because your body wants sugar uh, to uh, at least calm down that stress that you're having and that is also because this regulation of the ghrelin and leptin hormones in the in the gut because of lack of sleep so sleep controls everything and it's it's high time we actually start putting some importance to sleep because sleep um in this modern day with all the blue lights that we have around us all the time even in night uh, sleep disruptions are very common but then if we understand what is causing the sleep dis- disruption and uh, work towards it build a nighttime routine not look at blue screens at least one hour before we go to sleep have those blue glass uh, blue light blocking glasses on um have a very comfortable and calming environment in your bedroom where you can just wind down before you go to sleep that can really help with actually getting good quality sleep and also making sure that you get at least 7 to 8 hours of sleep because we need that and there's no shame in accepting that uh modern I, i've seen this with many people really in the modern society we do not put uh, you know that importance to sleep because anyone who wants to sleep more is considered as uh you know ye to buddha ho gaya so that's a very um i think it's uh, even if like i, I remember i uh, saw one of those videos the other day of anushka sharma the actress and she was like and someone was asking her what is your secret what is this, the secret for your beauty and for your fitness and she's like i go to sleep at 9 so and get up at you know 5 or 6 whichever time so that she gets that good quality sleep where the body can repair itself and all it, that also slows down aging by the way for women yeah absolutely and i'm so glad to see people in such positions of power sharing such good information yeah. about sleep because most often you hear the reverse you know and then you're always uh-huh. wondering i mean somebody who has a lot of influence should be sharing such things that sleep is important absolutely. so let's wrap it up by uh bringing us to five top steps that you use for some of your women clients who struggle with different autoimmune challenges and uh where would you begin how would you navigate it and your top five takeaways yeah so first of all stress it's very important to manage the stress because um we cannot get away from stress but we have to manage the stress so things like meditation tai chi uh, yoga are really helpful apart from that uh, things like eft tapping that is also very helpful and changing your perspective on stress is something that you can also do uh, sometimes we are stressed with you know challenges that we face but those could be like uh, moments where we could change our perspective and like maybe i could do better because of this challenge that i faced just an example so that is something that can be done work on your digestion uh, give up Uh, gmo foods that's a huge thing in the western world at least uh, i'm not sure how much of that is prevalent in india now but 
we we know that a lot of pesticides are used everywhere in the world now so uh, as far as possible start eating organic produce from local farmers and seasonal food that really helps to give the body some balance and also the nutrients that we need um and uh, don't use uh, proton pump inhibitors use natural solutions there are many out there as i said uh, i mentioned one of them um, there are many solutions out there and if you know if your listeners want they can always reach out to me for that um i'm happy to share uh, apart from that put a lot of importance to sleep because that is when your body repairs um and also when you sleep your stress will come down when you sleep well your digestion will improve um you will not have cravings your hormones will balance out so everything happens when we sleep properly and get good quality sleep so do that um yeah those are the top takeaways that i have uh for for your listeners yeah and uh, where can people find you divya if they have one specifically do you work only with um, a specific condition or all autoimmunity no i work with all autoimmune conditions um my focus had been sjogrens because i i myself had sjogrens but now i have expanded it to all kinds of autoimmunity and um i always say with women i work with women uh, but i actually also work with men it's just that women are more affected with autoimmunity because of the hormonal conditions that you know the amount of hormonal changes that we have throughout the throughout throughout the menstrual cycle that makes us i think more prone to all, all kinds of autoimmunity plus the societal conditioning that we have um of being the caregiver and not caring for ourselves i think that also puts some pressure of that to us but i work with men and women and uh, i can be found on sh- um, instagram uh, my handle is divyadhavan_nutrition and i can also be found on linkedin as well as um on facebook and my page is called shogran solution so i can be found there um and uh, yeah if someone wants to book a call with me i offer a free health strategy session as well um and that can be found on my website www.shogransolution.com and they can also reach me through the insta through instagram facebook or linkedin as well any final words divya for the audience to wrap up autoimmunity and sleep yeah absolutely because auto autoimmunity and even the lack of sleep in this in this modern day is really a modern day lifestyle health issue uh, if we start taking care of our lifestyle the way our ancestors did especially in india i think uh, we will be able to conquer the autoimmunity um and then also able to sleep properly and then able to and give our body that um that opportunity to start healing itself absolutely thank you so much for your time divya and um maybe at some point we'll have you back to talk more specifically about rheumatoid arthritis or some because i do see it's also very prevalent mm-hmm. yeah absolutely it was my pleasure and absolutely i would love to do that again Understanding predispositions can be key to preventing any metabolic disease. In my book How to Sleep Better: The Miraculous 10-Step Protocol to Recharge Your Mind and Body by Harper Collins, I go into how you can rebalance your whole body using functional medicine, Ayurveda and yoga. I have guided practices to restore balance within my healing digestion. 
and blissful sleep courses which you can get at www.ohahealth.com. Have a great day. This podcast is intended to provide helpful and informative material on the subject matter covered in the episodes. The podcast is not acting in the capacity of a doctor or a registered dietitian and is not rendering any professional healthcare or medical service. The information in the podcast is not intended as a substitute for medical advice or services or as treatment or cure for any particular health condition. The advice and tools contained herein may not be suitable for your situation. Any medical questions regarding contraindications and cautions or any questions of whether or not to proceed with any practices provided in the show should be referred to qualified health professionals before adopting the same. The podcast specifically disclaims any responsibility for any liability, loss, risk, personal or otherwise which may be incurred as a direct or indirect consequence of the use of information from this podcast or the application adoption of any of the information provided.